Happy Friday! Congratulations, you guys! You've made it to the end of the work week. This week's message, I want to encourage you to enjoy your portion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I am so excited you decided to press play. My name is Ashley Lockett. You're listening to Lifted Hands, Lifted Hearts podcast, where I use some encouragement for myself. I process it. I search the scripture and give it to you. Okay. sometimes the message is a direct result of something I may have been going through this week or in the past or something the Lord has revealed to me from conversations I've had with others, or just things that the good old internet, spelled I-N-N-A-N-E-T, that's 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 what it's called, it's called the internet. It, it's just whatever the internet shares, right? So no matter what my ultimate goal is, um, no matter what my ultimate goal is that you leave each episode feeling refreshed, encouraged, and ready to tackle your day, okay? So let's get right into what has prompted this week's message, okay? A few things, actually. Um, First thing first, it started about two weeks ago. I felt such a burden for people around me. Like, I was just feeling like the spirit of people being just so defeated. So defeated, y'all. It's like, I mean, face just cast down. And as I'm trying to process what to do or what to say other than pray, you know, God sent a message to me, a message to me to be encouraged because people are up one minute and down the next, no matter what you say to them. And I have a tendency to when I know something is wrong, I immediately go and let me fix it mode. Like, I don't want to see my friends sad. I don't like to see my family sad. I don't like to see people frustrated. Like, I'm the type that's going to try to bring some joy to their spirit, to their lives, right? So my little mind is going like, how in the world can I help them? Like, I really honestly just wanted to give them a really big hug, like a group hug, everyone. Okay. (laughs) Group hug. And so, um, yeah, my immediate response was just to fix it when I, when I heard it. But how do you fix that when you see it? see so many people in the spirit like and sometimes it's people you don't even know or people that I didn't know personally so I just can't go up and give them a hug you know um especially if they're having a challenging day um yeah it's just how I am and I know a lot of you guys may be like that as well you just do not like to see people having challenging days um because you know joy word of encouragement hugs those are things that are free. I don't have a whole lot of money. I can't pay their car note this month. I can't pay their mortgage this month, but I can give a big hug. I can send words of encouragement, you know, to bring a little bit joy to that to their day. Um, and I don't run out of giving those things, a listening ear, but none and none of that costs, you know, except for a little bit of my time, right? Anywho, I stated, um, an individual stated to me that there was nothing that I could do about that. People are up and people are down. I'm not saying nothing that you can do about it, but don't let your spirit and your joy be controlled by the emotions of people who are going to be up and down. Um, 
But yeah, I just want to tell him, you know, it's going to be all right. <laughs> it's okay. And then the week after that, I had my own personal experiences where my little joy, I got big joy. This ain't little joy, this is big joy. When my big joy kind of got a damper in it and where I had to encourage myself, right? And we, we all get to that place. If you're not encouraging yourself, you're missing out, okay? Don't look for other people to encourage you all the time. Like, we have to learn how to encourage ourselves. And so the more I intentionally spent time with God, because that's, that's the word of God is my go-to for when I feel a little down and I'm having a, um, a situation or a season or a challenging day. I need to hear from God. I need to sometimes... You know, I'll pray and I don't hear anything immediately. But I know when I go to the word of God, I can hear his voice. I can hear his instructions. I can hear the constant reminders of who he is. And that brings joy to my spirit. Right. So no matter what's going on with me in the physical realm of life in that book, the good old B.I.B.L.E. is encouragement, is love, is peace and is joy. And so. When I intentionally spent time in God's word, I started to feel better. The more I got quiet to hear the Holy Spirit, I could feel his spirit of joy being restored back to me. Right. And that's how we all have to get. It's a learning process. If you're not there yet, it's OK, because it is a learning process. But now that you know that you need to do that in order to feel joy. Then go ahead and start making preparations to do that. Right. When you do when you know better, you do better. Right. But you got to implement it, too. I was um. So my, my joy is being restored. And as I'm walking after work on yesterday, it was either during or a little bit after I finished my walk, God brought to my remembrance, life is but a vapor, right? And I was like, is that scripture? I believe that's scripture. Life is but a vapor. Yeah, it is. And so I searched the scriptures and I found it. James 4 and 14. Oh, and I almost forgot what put the icing on the cake. Bible study that Tuesday night when I said I was feeling a little bit like not so joyous. Some things has come up and I'm, you know, people around me were kind of off. And so the Bible study, if you're not attending a Bible study, you guys, at your church, uh, if you're not covered, you know, with a pastor leading you and guiding you and bringing the word and, and just breaking it down and showing you the way of Christian living, if you're not, you're missing out on continuous fellowship to learn more and more about God. And Bible study that night talked about being content. And that word was for me as a reminder to understand that if I'm going to have joy, the secret to that is to be content. Whether I'm in a, whether I'm in a season of want or having much, you see, it's important to stay in the word. We have just discussed being content here on the podcast a few weeks ago and look how quickly I needed that word right so it's a continuous thing because our flesh is continually going through certain things of life we don't just read the word one time and say oh I already read that I already know I already know what God's talking about no we never arrive in just the word being set aside I don't care what part of the scripture you've already read, New Testament, Old Testament, John 3, 16. It's something about hearing that word over and over again that renews your spirit each and every time that you read it. So when you look at the Bible, don't look at, oh, I read this part. I don't, I don't need to go back. No, every time you need it, you go back to it. I don't care how many times you have to hear it over and over again. Again, with this being content, I needed to hear that in that moment, that life was throwing me another different type of curveball, right? 
the thing is, is life throws you different things, but that word constant. Ooh, that word is constant. Do you hear me? That word is constant, meaning it's going to give you joy each and every time. It's, it does not change. It's our lives that change that needs that grounding, that foundation. And the word of God is that foundation. Um, so it's very common for that our, our flesh to panic, you know, and worry until we train our minds to find the word of God for comfort. Nothing else. There's no, no comfort in nothing else. Not buying you a new house, not getting you a new pet, not buying you a new car, not going to shop, not going to eat your life away. There's no other comfort, constant and real comfort than in the word of God, right? Please understand that. So the word um, of God is comfort. It is a daily devotion to his word that keeps us um, with joy, with joy and commitment, peace and love. Okay. So I want to talk about two things that I have noticed that robs people of their joy of life. There are many, many, many other things that can, you know, cause people to be a little bit down and cast and things like that. But there's two specific things. There's two Pacific things. I like when people say Pacific. It's two Pacific things. The word is specific. <laughs> but there's two specific things that I want to kind of express and elaborate on today. And number one is death. And this can be an actual physical death or the ending of something, of a particular season, uh, season a particular season of our lives, meaning like, you know, our old selves becoming new. You know, sometimes we can mourn our own selves. And I went through a period of mourning who I used to be before being called into ministry just last year in what, August of last year. I mourned who God was bringing me from to who he was wanting me to become. It was such a hard transition. But again, like I said, you also have that physical death where we mourn those who were once living and now who have passed away. That can, if we elaborate and rest our minds on uh, on death itself, it can rob us of joy in this life, right? So death is one of those things that can be hard for one to give encouragement to because what I have to realize is that none of us really understand death, right? When we first experience it. It's not, especially when you first experience it. Even the second time you experience it, because sometimes the death probably gets closer and closer to those that you love. You know what I'm saying? That you, that are, I mean, closer to people that you're close to. It happens to people that you're very close to. So the first time we hear death and experience death in a way that really impacts our lives we don't really know how to understand it and handle it. It's not something we get used to, but we can get to a place in God to receive his comfort, right? In order to make, um, in order to move in a healthy direction of healing, we have to accept that death will occur, okay? Not for us to stop living, but to cherish who still remains amongst the living. And a lot of times we forget about that. We forget about who God has left us with that we still can cherish life with, right? Um, how can we enjoy our portion if we don't acknowledge what we have right here in our face right now? The life we have, the life um, God has given to us is not ours to hold on to, as well as the people, things, situations. They all belong to God. 
it is difficult to understand, you know, something or someone who once was here and no longer is. Not saying it's not going to be difficult, but in every situation that happens, it is important to, to it's important to continue to ask God for the strength, the peace of mind, uh, versus allowing the enemy to keep slapping you in the face with a negative reminder that someone is not here. When you think of loved ones, think of the memories they left behind for, you know, the smile, the gratitude that you have in your heart for God for allowing such special times with that person. It's so many other things we can focus on other than the mourning that occurs, which brings me to share James 4.14. How do you know? It reads, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It is here a little while, then it is gone. And although this message is teaching us that making plans for the future is boastful and it's actually sinful, and instead we should ask, I mean, we should say, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or do that. But I can't help but to like zero in on the part that God tells us that life is any, uh, it's for a little while. That right there hit home, like life is for a little while, right? And for me, it's like, if it's only for a little while, each day, I want to make sure it's filled with joy. See, it's all about perspective. It's pointless to rob ourselves of the joy of the day that has already been given to us by allowing our flesh and emotions to control the day. Okay? It's pointless. It's pointless to be in in, in the day when you're allowing the enemy, you're allowing emotions, and you're allowing just the flesh to take control of your day. God has already put joy on the inside of all of us. When somebody say, oh, I'm looking to be happy, I'm looking to have some joy, it's already there. We just got to know how to continue to activate that joy, right? Activating that joy. So that's, that's, the, like, that's just physical death and death and transitions. Like I said, um, death and transitions are out of our control but the second thing that i want to talk about is something that we can for sure control we can take it by the horns (laughs) we can take complete control in this day and age and that is social media listen social media can and has robbed a lot of people of their joy I first noticed this with my own children. Um, it all started with old Ryan. Y'all know who Ryan is now. I love Ryan. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I love Ryan. He's very entertaining. His mom and daddy knew what they were doing. He, they're doing their job. Listen, I don't have anything against Ryan. But here's where parents have to step in at as we're introducing our children to social media because Ryan's world is social media. He's a YouTuber. For those who don't know, who don't have children, Yet, Ryan's world is, he's a little boy. He started, I think he was like four years old. And his channel was called Ryan's Toy Review, right? And so my children will watch Ryan. And as they will watch Ryan, they're going to say, Mommy, I want this toy, right? Because Ryan has this toy. Ryan has reviewed it. Ryan has put all, his parents have put all the edits on the channel to to show it being so exciting to use and play with. They have just done all the extras. Do you hear me? So I started noticing the increase of my children asking for certain toys, not even just asking, but just begging. 
I have to have this toy. Like, I really want this. I really want that. And I also started to notice that ungratefulness has started to occur in their hearts and greed. Right? Ungratefulness, begging, greed. Those are the things I started noticing. And having so much covetingness in their little spirits. They were coveting what Ryan had. And their children, they don't know they're coveting. They see something entertaining and they like it and they want it. Right? So what I had to do was, what they didn't understand is that Ryan was being paid. Okay? Hear me out now. Ryan was being paid to review the toys, paid to entertain them, paid to live such a lifestyle. And here they are, regular kids with regular parents with regular jobs. Nobody told toy company is sending us anything. We're going out with our hard-earned money to purchase toys that they desire. Only for them to not play with it two weeks later and move on to something else because Ryan now is it's another week and Ryan has done another toy review. I remember having to sit them down to explain that to them. Explain to them how many of us subconsciously have become ungrateful, greedy, unappreciative of our portion because we are coveting someone else's portion. If you haven't seen someone else's lavish lifestyle, would you still desire to have one? If you hadn't seen someone else uh, utilizing their social media, would you still desire to do a social media? Would you still desire to do YouTube? Right? Our portion is enough, guys. It's only when we covet the portion of others we begin to rob, be robbed of the joy that is already inside of us. I want to encourage you today to pay more attention to your portion. What has God placed in your hands, in your life, that you can be more thankful and grateful for today? How can you use that portion to serve him and others? Okay, I do want to elaborate more on social media, but because I do feel an urgency in my spirit um, to bring more awareness. And if you're interested in hearing more about the topic, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss it. Listen, enjoy your portion. You guys have an amazing, joy-filled day on purpose today, tomorrow, and forever as the Lord's will. I love you guys. Until next time, Lord willing.